Well, hello, everybody. How's hello. it going? Hello, listeners. Hello, fans. Isn't fans. it weird that we have fans? We actually, I mean, like you grew up, you're just a normal person, but there's a fan of Devin Shelton. There's a fan of Matt mm. Carter. There's a fan of, to- like a fan. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. lots isn't of them. That, that's strange, isn't I it? I like to think of them as citizens. Of but they don't They don't the- really know you that much. If they got to know you, they probably really like, not be a fan. It, it was so funny. <laughs> A few, couple weeks, a few weeks ago, we went to an Indiana Pacers game, and we, went, we they were playing the Spurs, and we wanted, really wanted to see Wimbenyama and my kids like them and stuff. And uh, I promise, as soon as we walked into the arena, I mean, we were went through the little metal detector, and we were five steps up getting ready for the line. And this guy, who was probably 55 years old, he comes up to me, he goes, I promise you, he was, he was 10 years older than me probably. He goes, I'm sorry. Are you Devin Shelton? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I told my students that you, that was you. You're like, then I look back and there's all these college kids back here laughing and giggling at him or something. And he goes, I told them that was you. I'm a huge fan. You know, he was talking and everything. And I was like, and my kids are like, Oh my God, what? what's happening? But it was just funny. And I was like, it just yeah. randomly happens in the. I mean, I know. I know there's a lot of people there and all that, so it's there's a better chance of that happening. But it's just so funny. I'm just like he's a member of the ticket buying oh, public. He goes to concerts. He goes to yeah. NBA games, and so that narrows that. Oh yeah, he purchases. Bit, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. an event it's, person. It was just wild. But anyway, but I mean, speaking of yeah, all right, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was, was going to say, say speaking yeah, yeah. of tickets. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Speaking of tickets, Speaking we of tickets have, for fans, yes, we actually have tickets for sale. Oh, and yeah. uh, we're gonna be man, we're gonna be headed out to the West Coast, mm-hmm. Southwest Texas. Oh, I'm so excited! It's been a while, man. We haven't been on tour since September, mid September. Yeah, we haven't played the West Coast in a, a year. Yeah, Almost. and I mean it's it's been a nice break. I'll be oh, honest, I enjoy yeah. the time with my family and all that stuff. But man, it's I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be fun. We're going out to Santa Ana uh, and San Diego. We're playing those shows with Haste the Day, which is gonna be oh. awesome. And the reunion, Almost. reunion, and the Almost is gonna be with us on those shows too. And speaking of that, um, some of the members of Emory are gonna actually be the Almost backing band, which is a little, yeah, little surprise. That's, that's uh, little kind of cool. We're gonna be doing Very so. Tight. That's gonna be really cool. Yeah. Then we're playing Phoenix, Santa Fe, New Mexico, Roswell, New Mexico, San Antonio, mm-hmm. Corpus Christi, Dallas, Tulsa, and Kansas City. We're playing uh-huh. in Shallow Seas. We sail, and uh, Aaron's playing, and the Almost is playing Southern Weather. It's gonna be really awesome it's gonna be really killer bad luck's gonna open up the show so it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah. uh, tickets at emrymusic.com also we have pre-show tickets that are available where w- us and aaron are gonna be playing like full band acoustic performances um they're 40 dollar tickets mm-hmm. um but if you buy a ticket you can bring two up to two people with you so it could be family members it can be kids it can be friends from work it can be your boss it can be whoever you want to bring bring them if they want to check out the show it's a good opportunity to bring some new people to to introduce new people it's a good opportunity for exposure for them in the afternoon late afternoon Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. you know before the loud show it's going to be chill going to be a really cool environment we can take pictures uh you get early show entry if you do stay early show entry Early show entry, merch. Um, Dallas actually already sold out. So if you want to get Damn. pre-show ticket, you, you got to go get, black market, deep web, dark web, whatever you got to do. Yeah, yeah. Meet somebody out front, out behind the venue, you know. Get but our, uh, but then after the the 
tour, we are doing our final In Shallow Seas. We sell live special. It's our final show right. for Shallow Seas this year. It's going to be a global live stream that everybody in the whole on the whole earth, I think, can watch it. Any, what if somebody in a Aboriginal tribe happens to come upon they an got iPad? Wi-Fi out in Aboriginal tribes? They got a little tribes. Wi-Fi. Can they watch it, Matt? If they got Starlink, yeah. Oh, Starlink's everywhere. Yeah, right. We saw no, it. They just need yeah. a Starlink. Uh, we saw it. It. Would, I mean, yeah. I think that Starlink actually doesn't exist, and it is aliens. But they just said, "Yeah, Starlink." Because yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing that looks more like an alien than Starlink. I know it was insane. A, a, a bunch of satellites join together and fly across the sky, and like I'm just centipede yeah, that, in the that, sky. No, that makes sense. Yeah, that it works. would be kind of, I guess, my dream if something we made was the actual first contact to a tribe, to an uncontacted tribe. <laughs> The first thing they saw was the first thing they heard was they walls. Shallow seas. That's like the outside. They've not had the outside oh, world. Yeah, shallow seas. They finally go. Okay, we're going to open a channel of transmission to the, let the outside world. They voted. The tribe voted, and then they beam it in, and that's what they get. To be us. That could happen. It might happen. But that I is mean, on if you, if you were an Aborigine and the first thing you saw was in you shallow seas, you sail. You would think, of course, this is satan or evil no, or something like you would, it. couldn't even understand you worship it, it. oh it'd be yeah, you probably, you'd have to worship unreal. it <laughs> <laughs> that's the real fanhood there people oh, worship, worship you as yes. god yeah so if you live in an uh you know a, a native uh tribe anywhere in the world and you can anywhere. find wi-fi december yep. 15th mm -hmm. in shallow seas we sell live special mm -hmm. you can get oh. a free ticket with any purchase any from purchase. our store black friday through cyber monday and maybe uh -huh. you know if, if you've purchased anything recently you're on tour whatever that whatever you do we want you to see the special if you don't purchase anything then you can still buy a ticket for like 10 bucks uh emory land gets tickets for free so if you join That's you free. get tickets for free if you buy anything for emory free land. but you probably been mean join emory land anyway so do that and it's yeah. free you've been mean it too you, you know it's on your you know get that off your mind you got a lot of other stuff to yeah, do go ahead and join emory land for, especially for the holiday what a treat to oh. join emory land for the holidays what and if we don't don't we have a, a way do we have a way for people that just can't afford it but want to come anyway a, a line of what is that one like of our charity paths? charity ticket line yeah. yeah you know i think Call Send Toby. us a message if you're not yeah. able to even get a ticket. You know, if there's some way you want to come because you cannot afford it. Yeah, if you can't afford anything, it, just let us know. Buy we, any merch we, item at all. If not, or pay for the ticket. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but we happen to be really nice guys. Yeah. I mean, really we're just nice. really nice guys. Super nice. So if anybody ever complains about something, you know, it's bad. Yeah. Oh, that shirt kind of fell apart. The design faded, or man, it got a hole in it after one wear. I'll ship we'll you probably give you a one. new shirt. I mean, I'll ship you a new one. If you don't have money for the ticket, just let us know, okay? Yeah. I mean, don't, don't be a liar. Don't take advantage don't, of it. Don't be a fucking liar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, some people are like, find oh, out don't you're lying. Yeah. Oh, repercussions yeah. are bad. I, I don't want you to say, ask. Like, hey, can I get a free ticket to the show? I'm low on money. And then I'm walking around before the show and I see you at Buca de Beppo. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't want that's not what I want when I stay. You know or what I'm Carabas saying? Like, or something, you know. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Macaroni grill. I don't want to see you there. Yeah, you can you know, you California you dreaming. Garden, but don't touch yeah. to macaroni grill. Yeah, you don't want to go to my yeah. California dream. You don't want to do that. Now I, I do have a question. I have a question about the uh, better not see your car outside of California dream. It's if I see saying. your car outside of California dream, after I gave you a free ticket, you better, you know, you were in trouble. Um, okay. I had a question about the tour. I thought that we were playing uh, Corpus Christi, Texas on the ninth. 
and Dallas on the eighth. Is that not right? Well, I didn't. I didn't say the dates. Oh, sorry. Um, but y- yes. So Corpus Christi. Here. I know. I just. I just read the cities. I think. But oh, I I, see. Corpus Christi does occur before Dallas. So. Um, okay. If you are Corpus Christi, I think it is on December eighth. Dallas okay. is on the ninth. So hopefully those dates are all squared away. No, no. Dallas is on the eighth. Corpus Christi is on the ninth. I don't think correct. that's correct. Are you sure? Oh, I boy. thought Corpus Christi. I I could have sworn no, because we because he we got to go to Corpus Christi, then back up to Dallas, and then no, I, no. But that's why I thought it was going to be like a long drive. I've been calculating. <laughs> you know, I calculate the drive. I guarantee it. We're Let me look. Let me send a Toby crew and a Devin crew to knock out both in the same night. I have a feeling I'm almost, I thought, right. okay, so it was, you know, we, we play these with haste the day, you know, haste the day. Now I'm excited. Corpus Christi. Okay. So I was wrong. All Can't right. I see anything but a white page nope. there, but yep. so that's what, that's the information well, good. I have. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, I'm glad be better that, for that means because da- da- Dallas is closer to, uh, on December 10th, Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And then we're going to go to Kansas yes. city on the, on the 11th. And you know where we're spending the night that oh. night. Hundred percent. Let me tell you something real quick. On a side note, um, I've only lost two bets out of the last like six or seven on DraftKings. Um, Ooh, my betting has run, been huh? my betting has been insane. I'm like at seventy <laughs> or eighty percent hit rate right now. I'm gonna read the rest of CTA. Then I'm gonna tell. I I texted it the other day to our thread. I didn't get much of a reaction, but I want to tell Matt my my little gambling story again too. Oh, uh, I know. From the other day. Okay. Okay. But let's get through the rest of this. Speaking, like I said, we said Black Friday, there's going to be so much stuff for sale. Shallow mm-hmm. Seas merch line with some new Y'all. t-shirts, live vinyl. It's, it's it's It hasn't been out to the public yet, so nope. make sure you pick up one of those. Any purchase, like we said, we'll get you a ticket on December 15th. Emerymusic.com for all the details. And also, Y'all. again, join Emeryland. If you've, all, if you've been on the fence and you're not sure, uh, there's plenty, plenty of perks. Shallow Seas is on sale now. Before Black Friday, it's been in there. So if you want to grab that, all the demos we created for our upcoming mm-hmm. album and and releases that we're gonna have next year, we sent those like three weeks after we got those done, and they're you know they're yeah. like probably fifty to seventy percent, seventy five percent done in some ways musically and and idea wise at least. So um, and then you'll get that album that those releases before the public uh, instant access to part D, which we did. And it's always amazing. Yeah. It's just so funny. It's this podcast, but extra. It's just so extra exclusive Nasty. music, Emory specials, which we have the weeks in the question. Mm-hmm. I'm only a man. And mm-hmm. now about to have shallow seas that you can view on demand at any time. Rub some dirt all on it. Way- and rub some dirt on it. I about forgot. Anytime you can watch those on demand, it's just, yep. it's pretty awesome. Full and they're versions. really good. Full version. So it's really awesome. Songs and stories, tickets. White Line Fever, uh, you can have in Emeryland. It's nowhere else. Oh, yeah. It's not anywhere right now. People have been asking, man. They've been They've asking. They've been asking. We're working it on something. 20% off everything in the store. Songs and stories, tickets, custom songs, which we just had to cut off because we sold a lot and we got to finish yep. them. Uh, Marriage Supply, Toby's mm-hmm. special little, little baby. You know, we got lots of cool stuff over there. Uh, I don't really want to talk about it on here because I, yeah, feel I don't really want to call it my special baby. It's more <laughs> like sex, sex toys. <laughs> it's more about sex toys you know, it's than your, being you a know, special it's your, baby. It's your little side hustle, you know, your yeah. little special. Well, well, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it, yeah, we got we got everything you need there. Oh, everything, every everything. everything. If you go to emrymusic.com, you can figure out 
pretty much everything yeah. we do. And you can find yes, you it. Can. You can tip us. Uh, tip jars in there. They'll be in the description as well. Uh, so we appreciate it. You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. What's up, Dillweeds? My name is Matt. You're back at the Bad Christian Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Live people, podcast people everywhere. Uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you that what you just heard was the pre-roll ads for our sponsors. That's great. But now I'm going to tell you about the real, real important stuff that has to do with us. And the biggest announcement we've had in a while is that we're launching a high-quality goods shop called BC Supply. And the domain is the best domain I've ever heard is bc.supply. So you you can go there and sign up for our email list. This new company that we've started with, including Devin Shelton, he's part of this company, uh, launches next week. It's Cyber Monday. We're all into cyber shit. And so we're launching this company on Cyber Monday. We have fresh blend of coffee. We have amazing bags. We have knit hats that are wool they're amazing t-shirts a bunch of great stuff high quality leather wallets stuff like that so go to bc.supply right now uh joey's got a book coming out december 6th it's called fundamentalist and that's fundamentalistpastor.com now in studio today we have vocal few we have matt and christy mcdonald they have a pre-order up right now uh the record comes out friday and they're going to play a song for us today is vocalfew.com go check that out right now don't forget we have a christmas party here in seattle and we're going to be on the west coast from the 13th to the 17th. So go to badchristian.com and see all of our Christmas dates. We're going to have a semi-formal Christmas party. Come check it out and hit it. Three, a two, a one. It's the Bad Christian Podcast. But drop some knowledge on them, Joey. Damn, it feels bad to be a turd. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Pilgrims are evil. Pilgrims are sin. Pilgrims are pieces of shit, my friends. Yo, Thanksgiving episode of Bad Christian. So pilgrims are bad. Yeah. Evil bastards. That's right. Representing for the Indians. What do you think the pilgrims were doing? It really is kind of funny, right? Like, like I mean, they like we were told, and I was taught the pilgrims. Man, they were pioneers. They're so awesome and wonderful and all that stuff. But they were actually just awful. Well, what, right? But think about <laughs> yeah. their. You know what those belts on their hats meant, right? No, no. Satan. Satan. Well, but yeah. think about it from their point of view. If you wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt, I mean, what were they thinking at the time? The Columbus and all them. They were just. They were just thinking God's will. Just God's yep. will and new land. That's it. God's will, new land, popcorn from the Indians. Get money, get paid. Yeah. That's what they thought. Um, Joey, uh, Toby, I don't know if you know this, speaking of pilgrims and all that kind of thing, the uh, Joey was he was disillusioned with the the last election that we had a while back with the left and the right and stuff like that. He didn't think either one of them totally fit him. He right. just wanted everything to be all right. He was just hoping everything would be all yep. right with everybody, and he inadvertently fully joined and committed himself to the alt-right. <laughs> I don't know if you know that or not. Joey just thought, right. I'm, I want everything to be all right. Yeah. Oh, this is this all-right thing. Is, it sounds good. Yeah, I'll be a he's, part of that. So he's he's a card-carrying right member of the alt-right now. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, is that true? <laughs> yes, it is. You can't get out, There's no by going the way. back now. Just, just real quickly, how do you, how do you character, characterize yourself? Matt, you too. Joey? Are you a Republican, Democrat, Libertarian? What do you actually 
Would, do you have an identity? You know, I don't want to make, I don't want to say that I have an identity, but I did vote for Gary Johnson. And I would say that my views line up more with that party than any other party. But I don't want to be a part of a party. I'm part of the BC party. That's my political party, BC. All right. Matt, what do you, Matt, what, where, where are you at? I'm consistent as they come. I'm principled as they come. I'm a political agnostic. I've never voted. And most of the things that I've been saying for a long time that people thought were absurd are now the things I hear everybody saying about the parties and all the stuff. So I'm, I'm quite, I, oh, you're I'm very so smart. smart. Way to slide in I'm how smart you smart. are. I really appreciate I'm fr- that. I'm That's from the awesome, intelligence dude. party. Um, I, I would say I am, I think I used to be very Republican and now I would say I'm just conservative with fiscally and then, you know, liberal with whatever the society yep, culture so. wants culturally liberal, I guess, which sounds so cliche these days. <laughs> that just sounds like the most cliche <laughs> lame thing to be is I'm culturally liberal, but fiscally conservative, but I actually do feel that way. Like I I've had this thought that you're going to see a change in like a, let's see, a neoconservatism is coming Neocon? for America where people will really appreciate the conservative aspects of life. Like you get to keep your money. <laughs> like the idea behind being conservative is good. Uh-huh. Like government stays out of your, your stuff, small government, like all that stuff. Libertarian uh, conservative is really good. Yeah, but have, It makes have, a lot of sense, but it's just, it just hasn't worked out because people are. Crap. Can you imagine the, the Thanksgiving conversations people are going to have this week? I mean, this has got to be, cause you know, the, the Thanksgiving and the holidays are the time people get together and they have the crazy, that's when everybody's big arguments happen. But think about if you go all the way back You're to right. last year, <laughs> exactly if you go right back to the last that. time that everybody <laughs> that was gathered to have their political arguments and religious, all the <laughs> shit they do that was think about what we didn't know a year ago that we know now. It's about to be medium everywhere, all across the country this Thursday. That is really crazy because I I love my family, but we we usually go out into the boondocks. Like my family really are. They're like professional rednecks. Like in other words, they make good money, they support, but they are redneck, tried and true. And they really did think Trump was an answer to prayer. And we are not we are not heading to the country. Like we're actually having Thanksgiving with uh, Priscilla's parents staying right in Charleston and it wasn't even planned that way. We planned this last year, but it is yeah. very convenient because I, I just don't want to listen to all this. It's going to be a lot of those family. I mean, it's just a funny thing. Cause think about it. A year ago, we didn't know shit that we know now right. to argue right, about. Right. And there has been brewing. So everybody's family's going to erupt or be it, awkward. Can, one I, of the two. can I tell a quick dad story here? I, I just died laughing. Y'all know my dad. He He's like a hardcore dude. Like he just is. He's very conservative, very Southern, all this stuff. But so my dad called, did I tell you all this story about my dad, uh, getting, I might've mentioned this on the podcast. I can't remember. So y'all tell me if so, I'll stop the story. But he called me and said did, it, that his, uh, his, um, uh, shit, what is it called? The, the thing that goes in a grill, <laughs> your okay. propane tank, your propane tank. He said, he said, Toby, I, I went to his house. I said, Toby, did you happen to take my, Oh, you did tell us this on, on, on the podcast. Okay, good. So, uh, everybody should listen to the last one, but, uh, I talked about that. I might've talked about that on the BC club podcast only, but anyway, long story short, my dad's propane tank got stolen and he interrogated his neighbor. Oh, <laughs> he actually told me interrogated his neighbors. Now my dad has a concealed weapons permit and, and it's really awesome because in a sense, he thinks at some point, I mean, I have the permit. So at some point I need to, you know, take full advantage. He of paid it. for it. I mean, Hey, yeah, right. He paid for it. So he said to me, he goes, you know, 
He said, I don't think people understand when they come into a house and, or somebody's garage or house and steal something. He said, if I see that person stealing something from me, I'm going to unload. <laughs> <laughs> he told me that. <laughs> and I, it took, I had to put the phone on mute to not dial out. I was like, my dad just said, if the wrong person crosses his path, they aren't going to be living much longer. <laughs> because you can't do that. You can't steal from somebody, which I felt bad for the person because this might be true, you know. Anyway, long that that's uh, that's another side note. Speaking of Thanksgiving, okay, I got I got a couple stories here. One, we aren't going to Thanksgiving. I have some work I have to do and kind of feel good about it. I, it was just going to be a big mess. I, I want to talk about that in a second. But we, I had to tell my kids, I was like, hey, we're not going to go to Pawpaw's house for Thanksgiving, but we're we're going to make it really fun. And, uh, so, and my, and my kids, I was in the car telling them this and then they immediately it, with kids, I can always get them off the subject. If I, if I mention Christmas, cause Christmas is near. So they are just thinking presents and toys and all this stuff. So I'm riding in the car, just me and three kids. And Ike is in the back and he goes, Hey, when I get more money, I'm going to buy more monster trucks. And I said, well, how are you going to get more money? And then out of nowhere, Ruby, our oldest, she's seven years old. I've, I don't understand this, but she says, what if we pretend we're poor? <laughs> <laughs> I said, what do you mean? She said, oh, no, even better. She said, what if I take my glasses off and I pretend that I can't see really well? And then I write a sign that says, I need new glasses. And we hold that up. <laughs> so, so immediately... <laughs> I, I go into dad mode. It sucks because there's like this weird duality. One, I'm super proud of my daughter for thinking of this. <laughs> like, I mean, she came up with this whole idea to get money and scam people. There's something in me that's like, that's pretty I awesome. I completely to think of that. agree with you on that one. And I'm not trying I mean, to take away from crazy. your story. Like, she thought that up on I her own. I don't want to take away from your story. Get back to it. But every time my daughter, from some some quality of sheer will, does get her way, I admire it. Like if she, like her, I, I hear her mom say, no, you can't, this is that is whatever. And then even, or even when it's me sometimes and she goes, yeah, but she doesn't give up. She focuses, she thinks of something. She creates a new way of thinking <laughs> right. until eventually she gets the thing that she wanted. Yes. I don't think she should have sour patch kids at night. That's not a good thing, whatever it is, but I respect the hell out of it and I admire it. And I'm hell glad yeah. she figured out how to get what she wants. I respect that. I really do. I know. I, I, I mean, there was a, all my pride was swelling up and I was like, wait a minute, I have to tell her that this is wrong. Right. It's not good. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to tell her this. Like how, how amazing. Like, and th that was the thing. Like, do, did she learn that from me? Yes. Do you think that like she's scheming and coming up with these ideas because somewhere along the line, she thought dad would do this or I, I think it's nature. It. I think dad, it's nature. Dad, dad comes from a, what do you mean this. nature though? What do you mean by that? No, come on. She, dad comes from a long line of scammers. Oh, right. You're not coming from a whole lot of scammers. It's in, my, it's in my jeans, but I mean, I just thought it was brilliant. Like, she even went so far as to say, I'll take my glasses yeah. off and pretend I, I can't see really well. It's great. <laughs> I mean, that's just brilliant. It really is. And, then, well, and she was serious, too. This was not a joke, right? No, she's not joking at all. She yeah. thought, I mean, she thought this up right off the top of her head. She hadn't been thinking about it. Like, this just came to her in a snap. Let me suggest to you that I, I do believe that there's some inherent quality where you do the super selfish thing, but I don't think it ever changes. I think you just simply learn better. So 
I don't think you should squash that impulse. And same thing when I'm talking about my kid. I don't think that's the impulse to squash. Don't try to get what you want. Try to get what you want. But let me tell you something better. And I feel like as I'm entering, <laughs> as I'm entering my thir- late 30s and 40s, I understand that I actually, if I'm not just trying to scheme, scam, get my way, if I actually, yeah. the thing I set my sights on is something that is good or valuable or helps Toby or helps Devin or helps Joey, helps other people too, then I'm going to get my way more and better and help people. So it's only the education of how to focus the fact that you want Sour Patch Kids at 9 p.m. or you want to get money from people by telling them. All it takes is education to refocus that drive, which should not be squashed. I really believe that. Joey, what do you think? I think you have a different take on that. Yeah, I definitely do. I think I think there's a balance, and I've learned a lot from you guys as far as being a little more assertive and manipulative and, and all that sort. And I think we all are naturally manipulative. Wait, you've learned but, a lot from us how to be more manipulative? Well, yeah, for sure. Okay, all right. Yeah, and, and I mean, Priscilla's the same way. A lot of the things that you guys do and say, my wife is the same <laughs> way. But, I yeah, I definitely, I have a knee-jerk reaction to like uh, Matt, it almost sounds like life is all about getting your way. Th- that doesn't sound very Christian-like. No, no that, I mean seriously. I, I, when it when it comes to Jesus's teachings, I think there's a a huge conflict. But I think you can go too far one way or the other. So I think it's more of a balance. And you're on the opposite end of the Matt spectrum. Matt doesn't believe in Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, since, since like episode <laughs> seventy-two. What are you talking about? I dropped that shit. No, well, here's here, here's. Let me clarify. I think what Matt's saying. I think it is a little bit of genius for a seven-year-old. It's motivation. It's drive. I could get money this way. No, I agree with all that. Now, I did. I I totally stopped and said, I said, Ruby, I I did the dad thing just because I felt guilty. And I was like, I don't want her to think that this is okay. So I said, you, would you want somebody to lie to you and get money from you? And she said, no. Very good lesson. But I said, I did try to encourage her. I was like, that was really imaginative. (laughs) I said, it's pretty amazing that you thought that whole thing through. So I wanted to kind of encourage her that it's great to use your imagination, but use it for good, not evil. (laughs) Yeah, it just needs to be redirected, not squashed. That's my point. That's a drive. That's a motivation. That's creativity. Now, of course, a seven-year-old is going to use that selfishly. But all of your social skills come from the fact that you've learned how to do things that, that, like, you don't go to a party and go, I want the checks mix. Give me the wine. Can I go first? You do want those things, but you know a better way. You've yeah, learned I, through I, education I wrote a better down what way. You said you said something along the lines of of representing your life as constantly only doing what you want to do, and I don't even think you live your life that way. I'm not talking about the examples of encouraging the imaginative uh, nature and kids and trying to figure out manipulative ways and strategizing. I don't think any of no, that no, is wrong. Let with me what give you saying, a- but then you went on more of a general approach to life that I think conflicts with how we're supposed to be. I don't think so. But what I'm saying is I don't believe, and this is almost philosophical, but I don't believe you can separate yourself from your selfish desires. That's not something you can step apart from and say, I'm in Jesus mode now. No, I like what Jesus says. I like what Christianity says because I believe it's good for me too. It's still good for me. Well then, you don't you don't believe in most of the Bible. Then I mean, there there's, no. What I'm saying is, I think the things that are good. Are, can, I think the definitely better, a destroying of our selfish nature. Okay, there is. yes, I understand. We don't that. do a good job with it. Yes, I understand that. But what I'm telling you is, there's not a po- point when the the most 
naturally nice guy in the world, that's still baked into that. He likes that. He still likes what he gets from being a nice and a generous person. You can't divorce the two. You can redirect it. You can train it. You can harness it. And I'm telling you, a, a, a perfect example for my real life is I realized when I read the first manuscript of uh, Lunsford's book about us, and he wrote about me, he was talking about negotiating with me or something. And I realized that I negotiate with people and I negotiate hard and I'm always good with that. And I've always been proud of that. But then I realized, oh, he is my friend and he feels this way about it that I don't really like. Hmm. But I've I've gotten hundreds of dollars from him before because I talked him down. That's not good. That's like a seven-year-old huh. saying, I'm trying to take from other people. I, 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 I've laid that down. I mean, I'm not claiming anything. I'll, I'll negotiate somebody that I don't know with my skills, but I've kind of laid that down with negotiating hard with people I don't know just because to get some extra money. I, I kind of don't, I like, I'm very aware to not do that anymore. And I don't think that's better. I've learned that I've been redirected in that manner. And that's no different than being a seven year old. Anyway, I'm way yeah. off topic on that, but sorry, but I, I just, no, I, I, I like what Toby's saying about that. I think that's very good. interesting. Good. All right. I'm going to move on to something else happened this week with my kids. So, um, I'm so for Thanksgiving, we're staying at home. And I thought it'd be really fun to uh, make a homemade projector and like shine uh, my iPhone onto the wall and make like a movie night where we camp out in the living room or in their room or whatever. And kind of, you know, have y'all seen that? You can buy like a magnifying glass yeah. and put it in a shoebox, and you can basically make like a homemade projector. It's really yeah. crappy and I haven't got it to work yet at all, but I'm getting close. But anyway, so we went to the dollar store to buy a magnifying Dollar glass. General, dollar store. What's the, do, what's the, do, what's the dollar store? There's more it's than just one. A, everything costs a dollar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you never been to one? No, I'm Dr. saying there's lots of different Rich, brands. There's Dollar General. Rich Seattle Liberal. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me talk to you about the Southern people. They have $10 stores. <laughs> yeah, we have the $10 they have store. Dollar awesome. store. Yeah, I love it. Sorry, excuse me. Amazon Prime, they have things for the... Uh, you are awful. You're an awful. <laughs> Joey, you are right. Matt is an awful person. Okay. So I'm at the dollar store and my kids, I was like, they want to look at toys. So I was like, okay, we'll go to the toy aisle, right? Everything's a dollar. So my son, Ike goes, Ooh, I want this for Christmas. I was like, well, maybe we could get that for Christmas. And when I said that, at that exact moment, a married couple walked by me and looked at me and I immediately felt shame that I was in the dollar store and was only going to get my kid a dollar present. So I I actually said in that exact instant, when I saw them, I said, that would be a great stocking stuffer. (laughs) 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 Because I was shamed that somebody, another married couple who were in the dollar store, I don't even understand why I felt shame. They were in the dollar store too, but I actually thought, wait, they think that I can only afford dollar toys for my kids like, uh, i got i could dollar <laughs> present dollar toy for check pre- that off the list son, son number two taken care of right kid number two one dollar toy. got it <laughs> which and, and and here's what's really weird about this i actually think that would maybe be a good idea like getting my kids when i have three kids getting them each a one dollar present for christmas and that's it probably would be a good thing like i don't i, I mean besides that you know, children in another country probably made that dollar toy. Other than that, going cheap on Christmas is kind of my wife and and I's, uh, you know, idea. Like, we don't think we should get them tons and tons of presents because it's just going to be under the, under the bed anyway and make them, like, kind of disrespect getting things. You know, they won't appreciate it anyway. But I, it was the first time where I've, I've really thought, I feel shame right now. These people think that I'm poor. 
I'm not going to stand for this. Have you ever been in anything like that before? Yeah. Well, I, I would rather ask you this. Would you have felt shame if there was, if, um, let's say there was someone that you were in a shop with that knew kind of your background and what you were doing with your life and you were actually buying like an unbelievable game system and like three or four different games and a bunch of, like, in other words, they're behind you and you are racking up like a, a $1,500 bill. Would you feel like you need to explain, Hey, I, this, this is for me and their grandparents or something. I, like I'm a hundred percent with Joey on that. I would feel embarrassed if I was spending a lot yeah. on presents. Not I, little. I, I, w- I would feel really bad about that too. Like if we bought our kids unreal presents, like we try to go as cheap as we can with most presents mainly because our kids don't care anyway they just like tearing into christmas presents yeah they would probably rather have ten dollar store presents than one one hundred dollar present you know what i mean like that's just it's it's cool but they don't even care but yeah you're right spending that money for sure no good now let me move on here we aren't going anywhere for thanksgiving and i wanted to ask you guys because i don't know what your thanksgiving plans are but it's a relief like Jess and I and the kids are going to do a small Thanksgiving dinner lunch and dinner house. And we got a few things, you know, just a few things planned just for our, our family only, but it is feels like a relief. Like I have a lot of work I have to get done. I was going to go hang out with our family and it was going to be, you know, 20, 25 people. And I just was like, ah, it just is not worth it. It's, it doesn't feel <laughs> it doesn't feel good to hang out with people. <laughs> so, it, like, I just go. I would rather just be with my family. I feel a little guilty because I know my kids probably would love to see their cousins and all that stuff. But overall, I feel so relieved. Like, I get to be just with my family. Like a day off, no work. I'm not going to do any work on Thanksgiving, and it's just going to be really fun. Now, I think. Matt might be similar to me. I think Joey's exact. Opposite. I may be similar in a way, but it don't play out in reality because I don't have a, a partner in isolation in my marriage the way, <laughs> same way that you do. I have have somebody that thinks these are the this is what life is all about is showing out. <laughs> it's really not Wait, that different from the Bridget birthday. Just thing. Wants to like live it up like this. Like she thinks party or what does she think? Uh, well, it's not unlike the birthday. I'll put it that way. It's about doing, it's about doing it. Like uh, for her, it's about doing the thing. I mean, it it really is. It's not about who's there. I mean, it is, but it's like, you got to do, it's like, you know, my my wife, if this helps, she just, her her idol is Martha Stewart. (laughs) If that helps. So, but you know, no, so we're having, but we don't have any family is the problem. So now I do like Thanksgiving the way we do it. Cause it's at least it's not family. Cause I'm not huge on family. I know that's, I know that's a shocker, but I don't, I don't have much family around. Um, we've got, we don't, we have very little family, but we will have a fun Thanksgiving. The McDonald's and their three kids are coming and the Studleys and their three kids are coming. And then Reva's coming and Kayla's coming. That was on the podcast. So that's my yeah. Thanksgiving. And Oh, I think that, uh, do we have uh your you got two parents coming too, so we have two of the McDonald's parents that are in town that are coming too. So we've Good got we've Lord. got ten adults and like ten kids. Now, Matt, let me ask you a quick question. If Bridget said, "Hey, I don't want anybody to come here for Thanksgiving. It's just me and you and the two kids. I really love just to have an intimate right. Thanksgiving." Would you be excited? Or are you kind of glad she likes going all? No, out? I I like the uh. I like the, the hanging out part, but it just turns into, a, it turns into some amount of work, you know, like I got a bunch of chores and stuff and it costs, it costs a lot of money, but that's, I don't know. 
You just get to be the dad and say that though. Oh man, now I got to do this. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. wife's got me doing this. Yeah. That's right. That's right. But you kind of like it. I got to fix some leaks in the roof of our uh, patio. I mean, I have to get up there Thursday morning. I got a podcast tonight, tomorrow night, Thursday morning. I'm going to get up and be on the roof. I'm going to fix some leaks, leaks in our patio roof. So, and you yeah, love that's, it. I, I think know, you I love it. Do. I do like it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be anywhere else in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind being up on the patio roof doing uh, something. All right, Joey, where are you at with this? What's your Thanksgiving plans? Uh, well, I'll say that I absolutely love what Matt described. Like that sounds so much. It's crazy. Cause I am so introverted like just in general, but I love getting together with family and friends. In fact, what Matt just described, we basically did with our house church uh, a couple Sunday nights ago. We had a big Friendsgiving at Priscilla's parents' house. Just so many people. We invited people that didn't really know people there. It was just so much fun. Kids running around the house. And then, yes, I love being around family. Like I, Because I love my in-laws. I love my parents. Friendsgiving. Cousins. Oh, yeah. You never heard of that? You never heard so of a friend? Joey loves family uh, and course. friends. Every and just church being in the history them. of the world would say that. Like, I, it's the I most proprietary even... church thing in the history <laughs> of the world. Friendsgiving. I... Come. Come, friends. Let's have a friendsgiving. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yes. yes I, I think maybe Joey thought of it. I mean, <laughs> that no. everybody that does a friendsgiving is no, as no. if they thought That's of the that. Kind of term. Thing Joey hears and goes, <laughs> Oh my God, I love it. I have to use that this year. <laughs> oh my God. Friendsgiving. You're telling me we can say something. That's just us friends. It's not church. It's not anything. It's relation. Friendsgiving. Just friendsgiving. <laughs> Look at Joey's face. I'm just an, I'm just in awe. <laughs> All right. This is going good. Um, we got to take a break here. We got some sponsors to talk about. It's going to be great. And when we get back from that, uh, Matt and Christy are here. They're right over here. Um, Y'all take care of the sp sponsor spots. We're down an audio engineer tonight. So I'm going to make sure the microphones and the cameras are, are in the right spot. And when we get back from that, they're going to play a song off their new Sweet. Christmas EP. Oh, you call it it's EP, Christmas EP. And what's the name of it? Snowdrift. So go ahead on to vocalfew.com and be, you know, checking out the website. And when we come back from the break, you'll see them play a song. And then Christy's going to come sit down here and be our guest after that's going to be awesome. So Hell yeah. uh, take it away. Toby, you know, when we go on Bad Christian Tours, can you think of something that you and Matt kind of get annoyed at me about? There's a lot, but we're about to talk about a clothing company. What's something you get a little annoyed about? About you? Yeah. Uh, just how many clothes you bring. <laughs> no, y'all get on me about how down I dress and how uncool I look and how... No, you bring a ton of ugly clothes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway, I, I have to say, man, I, I am entering a different season in life, and it's because of Distilled. That pair, that one pair of jeans that they sent, it they just feel so good, and there is something about really... It feels good to feel good and stuff, and it feels good to look good and stuff. And I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be silly or anything, but I actually asked Priscilla to get me uh, or to put on my Christmas list a gift card from this place because I would like to have at least one more. I mean, it's just so distilled is spelled D S T L D, and it really has revolutionized the fashion industry. I didn't realize this. I didn't realize how expensive jeans were because I always went. Uh, you know, I, I was always trying to save money, but these jeans that I'm wearing, they're unbelievably made. They, the quality is just over the top, you know, best that you can buy $65. 
That's amazing. $65. So distilled, they've eliminated excessive markups by refusing to work with the middlemen. And here's what's crazy is they will ship directly to you for free, and they guarantee the fit, or they'll send you a new pair until they're perfect. So distilled jeans are built to last and will be a staple in your closet for years. I, I promise you, I never thought that I would get back into really caring about clothes, but after putting these on, I just, I do. Like, I, I, I kind of want to look nice. So the same goes for Distill's new line of fall jackets, whether you're after classic denim or a stylish bomber jacket, you can expect the same level of quality and convenience. So here's here, here's what we want you guys to do is just just go check it out. Just just take a look. Take a look at the prices. You go to dstld.com slash badchristian right now, and you get $10 off your four, first order. So that's five letters, dstld.com slash badchristian. Today's show is also brought to you by Hint Water. Now, this is what's awesome. I tried my first Hint Water. Uh, it's been several weeks ago now because I keep ordering it and loving it. Because, And, and this is what's funny. I took my first drink, and it, it's so funny because I'm so used to name brands and stuff like that that I don't even think about it. And... I looked at my wife and I was like, man, this is, this water is great. It has just like a hint of this flavor, like <laughs> watermelon. And then I just died laughing because the name of this water is hint. <laughs> but I have to admit, I love it. And, 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 and here's why just, this is a personal experience here. I love this hint water because it tastes like water. It's not like, uh, some, something fake or, uh, processed. It feels like just regular water with the hint of flavor. Right. And that's what I love about it. Like, there's nothing overbearing. There's nothing crazy about this. It's just really fresh, great-tasting water. It just tastes amazing. And, and, and here's the thing. Listeners out there, you know you should drink at least eight glasses of water a day. But who really does? Right. I, I don't. That's the problem. I don't ever think about drinking water that much unless... It tastes really good, and that's where Hint comes in. Hint was started by Kara Golden. A few years ago, after having her fourth child, she was overweight, had terrible acne, and overall felt awful. She was drinking 10 diet sodas a day instead of drinking water. And as anybody knows, diet sodas aren't any better. There's zero calories, but your body doesn't even realize it often and still just keeps you big. It's kind of weird. Diet soda, no good. All that fake stuff, no good. Because water is boring. That's why she didn't drink those, you know, drink water. She drank soda instead of it. But what other comp what other options were there? Juice is full of calories. And the no calorie drinks are garbage. And that's why she started Hint Water. And that's what I think is so cool. This lady is a real person who had a problem and solved it. She came up with her own idea and said, you know what would be amazing? If water tasted good. And not like crazy. It just tasted awesome. So here's what I want to tell you guys. Right now, you can get a single variety pack shipped directly to your door, including three bottles each of Hint's four most popular flavors, pineapple, watermelon, crisp apple, and blackberry. All of those, I've tried every single one of them. They're all amazing. Normally, that's $24, but for only $15 at drinkhint.com slash badchristian, you can get all of those, $15. So let me say that one more time. Drink H-I-N-T, that's hint.com slash badchristian. Drink hint.com slash badchristian, and you will not regret it. 
You're going to drink great water, great tasting water. It's not going to be boring, and you're going to love it. All right. Now, lastly, I love this new sponsor. I'm just going to say that right out outright. It's called Soothe, S-O-O-T-H-E. It's an app. It's a company. It's a service. It's all these things wrapped up into one, and I love it. I've already used this, and it's been so amazing. Basically, here's what Soothe is. You can go, you download the app, and then you can order, you can schedule a massage right in your own home. And and it was amazing. I, I did it, uh, let's see, two weeks ago for my wife for her birthday, and it was so awesome. The the the, the app is the simplest app and, and most user-friendly app, I should say, that I've ever used in my life. It's so awesome. Like in this day and age, you have so many options, this, 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 and this, and you're just bombarded. It's so clear with the Soothe app what you want. You can see exactly what kind of massage you want. You can set up exactly what time you want the massage, and you don't have to leave your own house. I think that is so amazing. Like it was so wonderful to say, okay, I'm going to do this. I want my wife to have a massage this day at this time, and we that was it. And it was just wonderful. The The lady that came to our house was just the nicest lady. And you get just the best quality massage without all the hassle of having to leave your house. Go find a, a masseuse parlor. I don't even know what they're called. <laughs> I don't even know where a massage company uh, store. I don't know what they're called. I don't want to deal with that. That's why Soothe is so amazing. They come to your house. Trained professionals come to your house and give you an amazing massage in your home. So let me tell you a little bit more about it. With Soothe, it's easier than ever to find time to relax. Whether you're at home, at work, or traveling, Soothe delivers a massage to your door in as little as one hour. When it's time for your massage, a licensed therapist, and and, and hear me there, a licensed therapist, this isn't some person that doesn't know what they're doing. Soothe only works with serious professionals. Well, they will arrive at your house or wherever you're at, on the road, traveling, whatever it might be. They will arrive with the essentials for a quality spa experience, including a table, fresh linens, music, oils, and lotions. And I can verify all of that happened. I thought it was so cool. Like there was nothing we needed to do. My wife got an amazing massage in our living room. It was just so awesome. All right, so hear me out. This week, our listeners can get $30 towards their first massage with Soothe when entering Bad Christian at checkout. Just search Soothe in the App Store or Google Play to download the app and go to www.soothe, and that's S-O-O-T-H-E.com and schedule your appointment today. That's Soothe.com, promo code BADCHRISTIAN for $30 towards your first massage. Soothe Massage delivered to you. It's so awesome. I promise you, you will love it. It's the best app, best company. I, I couldn't imagine anything being easier than getting a massage in your home and setting it up so well. Soothe, go there now. Use the bad Christian code for $30 off. Do it. Right on. Thank you, Toby. All right, McDonald's, welcome to the studio. Thank you. This is a super special particular event here because it's the uh, we've only been in this place a couple of weeks, and we built it over the weekend. Reva and I and a couple other people Looks beautiful. did some work on it, and uh, you're the first people here, and we're glad to have you. You have a new... Uh, EP called Snowdrift. That's right. Vocalview.com. And the song you're going to play is the one about that snowstorm. Right. It's called Ice Storm 2008. And I remember that storm. Yep. I was on Capitol Hill at the compound recording. It was the, it was 
the craziest thing in the world. It was a bunch of people freaked out, had yep. no idea. It was buses crashing. The Sliding road, sideways was, down the And hill. when I listened to the song, I was just, I was right there. <laughs> you know, I had the same experience you did with the song, but made me connect with it all the more. I, yeah. Everything, single piece of imagery in it totally rang true to me, and I'm not a lyrics guy. Well, thank you. But uh, a part of the reason why we, we made the CP is because we don't like Christmas music. So we wanted to write some songs that that had specific memories and and about snowstorm induced camaraderie and the like so this is th this is one of those songs all right let's hear it yeah
Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Nice. Christy, come have a seat. Vocal few. Christy McDonald, Matt McDonald. Christy, welcome to the show. Thank you. I assume since you're a girl, you're probably like really nervous and freaked out and stuff. No, you guys are all just like carbon copies of Matt, so of my Matt. <laughs> but but you're a girl and all, so that's the thing. Like we we have. So a, I'm a ninny nuggins. Yeah, so we have girls on the show sometimes just to prove we're not really bad guys and misogynists. So yeah, thank you. The affirmative action. <laughs> yeah, right. We do get that a lot. We get people saying, "Man, you, you guys you just don't have girls. enough girls on there." So we are very excited about that fact that you're a girl. No offense, but we're glad that you're a girl. <laughs> no, that's the that's the do you you know you're screwed if you do or you don't because of course we'd like to have more girls on the show, but it it just you know if you're not thinking about it and you don't want to be proactive about it or whatever. But so when we thought about tonight of having you guys here to promote the EP and everything, uh, I was thinking oh so we'll just talk to McDonald's. I said wait a minute, Matt and Christy, and I said wait a second. Let's just talk to Christy. That might actually be better anyway. Yeah. I mean, McDonald's got to talk on this show and his show plenty. Yeah. But he just do, bloviates. Yeah. <laughs> but do you feel that do you feel that way that like it's just, you know, do you feel attached to him in the way like, oh, you're his accessory, his wife, and so you get to do stuff? I know that's a you know, how do you take that? Uh, I think maybe a little bit, but I'm more like I feel like I know the privilege that I have to do things with him. So I don't know. I feel guilty that I get to kind of hang on the coattails a little bit. But but what about but what about just like the the women thing? Do you feel like you get treated sometimes as a, you know, well the guy's got to sit next to you or on something like this? Just yeah, on our yeah. I mean, you listen to the show. You know, I like mean, you know all this yeah, stuff. Behind every great man is a great woman or something yeah. like that. It's behind, which is interesting. Yeah. Phraseology. Um. You know, I, yeah, it's funny because I, I put a lot of that on myself when Matt and I started doing stuff together because he had, you know, been doing stuff with the classic crime for definitely over five years by the time we had started Vocal Few. I had this kind of a fear that people were going to be like, oh, you know, like she's just yeah. kind of trying to grasp on to. So I feel like I put some of that on myself because, but the funny thing is, is when, when we started making music, I had this fear like that people were going to be like, I mean, why, why do we need her, you know, involved? And this is kind of like a unnecessary thing. And she's ruining like whatever Matt has to offer. That was my genuine fear. Mm -hmm. But um, luckily, Matt has really kind fans and they've actually been super like open and embracing and have been really generous in their acceptance of me. And that's uh, true. You think the classic crime fans are on average a little more socially conscious and smarter than than, than average. emory fans than emory fans yeah that's a good question i think right. way more yeah uh, the, some of the, what do you mean yes. way more well, some of the stuff in emory's comment section are like people are just like super assholes i feel like <laughs> whereas like thanks for trolling our fans yeah <laughs> i don't know like maybe it's because it's like the hardcore music or something like that. Well, it's like next level people. Well, I don't know. Why don't you go ahead and just give your stereotypical conception of what you think an Emory fan is? Then. <laughs> what is, who is it? Who are these I don't people? Know, like a hardcore fan, like people who have like, I don't know, like some sort of bone to pick or something. I don't know. <laughs> Toby, is that what you've always thought of our fans are? These, these hardcore guys that are just I, aggressive. I, I thought, thought it was just youth know. group I, dorks is what maybe, I always thought it was. Like, yeah. Well, I got a question for you. Matt kind of said near the end of his uh, talk 
on our we we did a you were sitting there when we were doing our BC club talk and he basically said that he thinks that there's a possibility or no 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 I know what you said for certain that there's very few barriers currently for females in America you said there's you know some things here and there but for the most part barriers have been removed Matt am I speaking out of turn there yes am I misquoting yes you? and I think Christy was in here when I said that but I was saying that I don't feel any worry about my daughter and her opportunity as a female and as, as a brown female at that. My daughter's a brown, my oldest daughter's a brown female. I have no concern that she's at a disadvantage going forward. Do you agree with that? Do yeah, you, do you, I, I feel What about like, your daughters that you have now? No, I mean, Matt and I kind of feel similarly that there are currently hurdles that exist for women, but I think that like by the time that they're of an age where they're going to college and like looking for jobs and things like a lot of these things are going to have corrected themselves over time. We're coming to a spot where there's like a lot more awareness, I think around like the pay gap and different stuff. And I'm, I'm not like a huge, I'm like a bad female guest to have on. because I'm not like a super champion for feminist ideals, I guess I feel pretty good. And I think maybe some of that comes from a place of privilege. What do you perceive to be those, those, that, what is that feminist that you're not is wh- wh- where do you divide with that? Well, I'm a stay at home mom. <laughs> But is that but is that not your choice? It totally is my choice. Yeah. So like it's not. I guess it's not like a traditional feminist thing where, you know, some some feminists would argue that the most. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. You, you you before you were a stay at home mom though. Yeah. You worked at the newspaper. I did. You yeah. worked at a liberal Seattle newspaper, doing a real job selling ads and doing stuff. Yes. So, being a housewife is clearly something you chose. No, it's totally to do. my it's choice. Not, not, it, That's why I feel like it's kind of a privilege because I I don't. I think that there are definitely huge hurdles in the way of many women, like who grew up in different places maybe than I did, but like being a white woman in Seattle, like in a really, you know, um, an environment where I can do whatever I want to do. I can like make the choice to, mm-hmm. you know, to pursue whatever I want to pursue. And it, and like, for me, that happens to be, I want to be at home with my kids. And so I chose that. Yeah. I left a job where it, I enjoyed it. And but so you can be criticized for the fact that you chose to be a state like yeah, that's not yeah. I think fem- I think feminists would support that. They would support just the fact, I mean, as long as you did what you wanted to right, do, right. I don't think not that like my husband was really? like you're stuck in I do think there's a stigma now of women are stay-at-home moms. Like there's a negativity there yeah. that I just I actually totally disagree with. Like yeah. I, I think it's very honorable. Like let me just say this. I don't I think that it is the hardest job in the world to be a stay-at-home mom. And that's not just me trying to make women feel good or be like, oh, that guy's really sweet and nice. I'm not kidding. Like, the times I've stayed at home with my kids, it literally almost drove me insane. Seriously. There is almost no way I could do it. And it is a job. It is a, it is a career is probably the better word. Like, you are actually taking children and teaching them and showing them and actually having the patience <laughs> and the fortitude to actually help them. I, I mean, I, I dislike that. I do think there is a little bit of a stigma these days that women stay at home. So they, that's negative and they should be pursuing a career when I actually think kids are our future. It's super important. And what you're doing is a choice that you made. That's really helpful to the world, not just to your family, to the world. Uh, but and the reason why I say that is it seems like you kind of feel a little bit of that. Like, yeah, may I'm just a stay at home mm-hmm. mom. I'm not the person to ask. 
But I think that's the wrong way to look at it because I think you're super strong. To stay at home and be with kids all day is one of the <laughs> strongest things a human can do. Yeah, I drink a lot of wine at night. Let's just say that. <laughs> I I totally agree that like there's like a there's a culturally culturally imposed like feeling like it's not a good enough thing, even though I totally chose it. It's something that I've always wanted to ultimately do when I had the opportunity. And Matt and I went out on a huge, huge limb to make it happen when when we had our first daughter praise, which was about five years ago, well, she's turning five in a couple of weeks. Um, I had been working at the Seattle times and I was kind of the sole breadwinner at the time. And Matt was touring full time back then. And that but was not making shit, but not making any <laughs> <Yeah>. money. <laughs> so it was like all on me. And we were like, I mean, we, we both had felt like this is what we wanted to do. And we're like, had no idea how it was going to come to fruition. And it, the timing worked out well because, um, the classic crime became independent at that time. So they actually started to see, to make some money and not have it go back into the business. So to speak. what a story. <laughs> yeah. So it worked out really well, but yeah. So the, the thing that's interesting about the, the whole thing is the, uh, I think a theme with you and Matt that I realize or get a little energized from is that y'all don't really care a ton or give a shit about the norms societally and otherwise. And you guys embraced independence and DIY on a level that truthfully is what caused us to, to do this. You know, when you guys, uh, here's the real quick story of it. And Toby will back me up on this. Um, when our daughter was born, y'all came over and told about what it meant for the classic crime to be independent oh, and how this. it worked. And, and you also were telling us how to be parents because we didn't know we just had a baby and you came over with your kid and brought us food and, uh, made us feel a whole lot better. And I was so inspired by McDonald talking about his crowdfund and how that worked. And the timing of it was crazy because the next day I had I was had an appointment to go down Tooth and Nail and re-sign Emory for another several records or something like that. And I called Toby the next day. I said, Toby, I don't think it, we should do it. Yeah, let's, I remember I said, this. I was supposed to be down there at 11. Let's not, I think we let's just do it. You know, we've been doing this blog thing for a while. Maybe we could do a podcast. I think we could handle releasing our own music mcdonald to help us let's just do it man i don't want to go sign this deal and they I, I it was something i mean we'd have got a check for like 50 grand if we'd have signed or something so I, and i called tooth and nail that, that toby was like what toby was just like okay man let's do it like toby it was totally down he didn't say go get the check or you're no. crazy or anything yeah no like pushback yeah and then <laughs> like, so whatever. and so we didn't i called tooth and nail. i was like I'm not coming down today. Sorry, we decided not to. So and they're great and everything. Of course, they have a great relationship with them. But us becoming independent and doing stuff was largely inspired by you guys. And it continues to be so because you guys, uh, you you rent your house, you go on tour, you take your kids with you, um, you thwart any real opportunity to try to acquire the what other people call the American dream just because you as a couple are able to do crazy stuff. And I don't under, I'm still left wanting there because I feel like I have a normal family and wife and my wife would never go in a van for six weeks and take our kids. And, you know, yeah, like, totally. where does that come from? That come Why from? are y'all so like unattached <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, to the regular it? world? I don't know. I think that like Matt and I are both kind of hippies at heart. His parents are like, we're legitimate true hippies. His mom, like, almost nearly joined a cult or two <laughs> in the 60s. Like, that explains a lot. Yeah. That, that, that was on the right track. Yeah. So, his, so Matt comes from, like, both of his parents. I mean, his dad was, like, 
growing and selling mushrooms in the 60s. And so there's there's that side. 70s. Yeah. Okay. Matt's shouting from the background. He's mansplaining me right now. Yeah, exactly. He couldn't stay quiet. You got one number wrong. You got a digit wrong and he had to say something from back there. I get it. Total white male. White. He mixed up. You mixed up a six and a seven and he had to jump in. Okay. It's one decade. Whatever. (laughs) Your dad's pretty old. Um, So Matt comes from that. And then I come from like my parents, my dad was like, hunker down, save, 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 and was and is really wealthy. And here we are, however many years later, and like, he is still doesn't know how to spend his money. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, got this super tight grip. So you come from wealth. So I come from wealth. But my observation of you is that you don't you do not pursue wealth. <laughs> no. And what's funny is like, it's a little bit I mean, for Matt and I, it's from the very beginning, it's been a little bit punk rock. Uh-huh. My dad kind of had like a idea of what mine and Matt's life should look like Uh and he's in the real estate industry and he thinks that everybody should be a real estate agent so it kind of became this really so not a not a rock singer (laughs) no he's no he's 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 like uh he'll pay lip service to what Matt does and I think that he really he does appreciate it on some level but he can't separate himself from the idea that like what if you just like, you could do this and this, you know, and Matt's like, oh, it doesn't really work that way. Like I yeah. can't just take off touring for six weeks and make money, you know, on the side doing real estate. It's not right. kind of a side gig. So I think that those kind of two sides, like the super hippie and then the super, I mean, we're, it's just a little punk rock against like, you know, we've seen that we've seen a lifetime of what that looks uh-huh. like lived out at the end. And it's not the path that we really want. to. So choose. even coming from a family with a, a large amount of wealth it's not something you even would want and are you lay that down to just to go you know month to month and go on tour yeah, and do I everything know. you know it's kind of crazy <laughs> it's does really it, well crazy. does it ever mess with your mind does oh you, yeah you ever have like that idea of like oh well you know what maybe if we were safer we would have a little bit more oh, accumulated money yes yes and like so matt's pretty single focused he he maybe worries about it a little bit Cause he's kind of at the helm of all of it and he has his hand in many different pots. Um, but I like, I'm definitely a worrier. Like I, yeah, I definitely am concerned about what's our future going to look like. And like, what about how are we, how are our kids going to go to college? And we don't, <laughs> you know, different stuff like that, but um, it's working and it's worked for five years now. How do you, so what, what do you say is fuck up? <laughs> and just you, accept the results what do you say is working what do you judge it on you just make- what, what's working to me is um you know matt always likes to talk about how he's like 15 pounds overweight and he's <laughs> never hungry like we're, we're never- that's what they used in the, like 1500s to tell if it was <laughs> no, he's, he's fat and ha- how do you how do you answer happy? the critic that says well you guys aren't pre- you guys aren't preparing for the future no like, I you mean, guys need yeah. financial peace university like what would y'all how would y'all answer someone like that well we did do fpu yo <laughs> and we got out of twenty thousand dollars of debt <laughs> We actually did do that when we right, right, uh, right after Matt became independent and we were like trying to live our lives. We paid off. We had a bunch of debt. We had like $20,000 of debt. We paid it all off. So we're debt free, which is awesome. awesome. And I feel like if there was debt, that would be a whole different thing. Like, okay, maybe we got to like look at this a little bit differently and try to tackle some debt and be clear and free. But we don't have any debt, but we do live pretty much month to month and our money comes from 
all different sources and we don't really know how it's going to shake down in it, but it always does. Um, but it feels, I don't know, for, for the both of us, it feels valuable and worth it. We love playing music and we are both kind of contrarian. And I think we would be really bored and angry if we did it any other way. Well, well let me ask you this, uh, moving into music and stuff like that, like, was it your goal to be a performer? Like, did it, like you, your husband goes on and does this band that gets big and popular and fa- a little bit of fame, maybe huge fame. Maybe I shouldn't say big fame because uh, I know Matt. He's laughing really but hard right what, now for those who Were you behind hear. the scenes going, man, I wish I could do that the whole time? Or what, what got you into the vocal for you? Hell no, I was not. Um, with, with Matt and I, so we always have enjoyed like singing together casually and like, whatever that's been like a part of our life since day one since dating and um you just always sing together like that's like the obvious marital singing together like jess and you sing together a lot too oh all the time the hills are alive people just just some people finish sentences she finishes my singing um so matt and i met really young so maybe that's so there's that we met at summer camp when we were 15 and 16 years old and was it a Christian summer camp? It sure was. Yeah. Bible camp. Oh, Bound Christian massages. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, there were for sure chain massages. <laughs> um, so we met there. And um, at that time, like, music as a career for him was not on the horizon at all. You know, he, we were super young. He, But when I first hung out with him at his house, he pulled out, like, this, this giant bin of loose-leaf paper that was, like, 400 songs he had written and was like, Hey, want to hear this song that I just played all these songs and 16 year old me. That's just how Devin used to pick up chicks. The exact same way. It totally worked. Here's my song band. Want to make out? It totally worked. And it was awesome. And, but I was like, so enthralled that I would like, Oh, let me sing harmony to this lame song you wrote when you were 15. So, I mean, we did that from day one. Um, So we always had that like as a, you know, a passion that we shared. Um, but I had no intention of ever performing. And in fact, I'm terrified. I'm still terrified to this day, even when I perform with Matt, but, um, we decided to make some songs together. I actually begged him before we had our first daughter, um, as kind of like a, like a bucket list before you have kids kind of Mm -hmm. a thing. I thought like when we have kids, we're never going to have time to do anything or like have any fun at all. Uh, Um, so that's when we started making music. I, he succumbed to my begging requests um i'm losing my train of thought though where we were how, how did you get into music oh yeah there you go um with, that's with essentially husband. it that's essentially it so i i begged and begged so we we started um we, we made an ep together and um you know we it was kind of supposed to be like an heirloom thing like we're we'll show this to our kids and like we'll show this to our grandkids kind of a thing yeah and you know maybe our moms will buy it on itunes or something um and then it like gained a whole lot more traction than we expected and mm-hmm. we were like oh okay well like i guess we should play a live show and i had honestly never like truly played piano and sang together at the same time i had done mm-hmm. both things individually so it was super terrifying to me um at the beginning but then i don't know matt was really patient with me and he just strummed really slowly you know beside me at the piano and we figured it out that's pretty that's <laughs> pretty cool so he you know he had a band and then he had a wife and did something with there. And it really did, like you said, it gained traction. It was enough for y'all to 
to pay for stuff and yeah. earn money and buy diapers and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was actually a really cool um, segue into the DIY thing for us because that I begged him to do that right after he became independent from Tooth and yeah. Nail. And so, you know, formerly, like if he had been with Tooth and Nail, we would have had to run it by them. We would have been under contract, really. Like anything that he would have done. Uh-huh. He would have had to kind of run, on, on, and they may or may not have wanted to do That's it. That's true. Yeah. And then he he did that and was talking about like, oh, maybe I like, what do we do? Our contracts up? Maybe we should do something DIY. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we did the vocal few thing, and he was like, it that was worked, like, yeah. yeah, he's like, that worked. Like, oh my gosh, I got my first check for music ever. You know? Okay, so basically, basically, here's where I'm at with this whole thing. This that's actually unbelievable. But and can y'all imagine how successful Matt McDonald would be if he was a polygamist? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> no. it would be unreal. You have a so many wives. side projects. <laughs> I don't even want to think about if he was gay. Real, <laughs> my lord. If he was a gay polygamist. He would be the most successful musician so, of all time. So many. <laughs> blew it. So many tune core checks. <laughs> all right. Well, Christy, thank you for joining the show. Let's do the URL one more time. It's vocalfew.com snowdrift EP. Y'all go check it out. It's uh in like what's the other song? You say you don't like Christmas music. What's the rest of it? Um, it's, that was like the happiest song on the record. The rest of them are it's like sad sadder and like okay. introspective and existential crisis. Well, type shit. Well, we like them. Joe, are you still there? Yeah, I am. And I was just going to ask, like, me, Matt, and Toby are all into outreach. Do y'all need us to get our money together and buy your kids stuff for Christmas? Yes. Like some shoes <laughs> we and need a. And we stuff? also need a Thanksgiving basket. <laughs> no, I got y'all covered oh, no, on Thanksgiving. You're good on that. <laughs> Matt's sponsoring us for Thanksgiving. Friendsgiving, actually. <laughs> I've changed the name of it. Oh, man. <laughs> it right, it Joe, is really crazy. I do want to say this real quickly. It is really crazy. It is so hard. Every time you're in a band that gets any amount of success, everything else is considered a side project. But I yep. do think the Vocal Few is a real band. Like, it really is. Like, you guys Thanks, haven't been labeled a side project. I mean, maybe you've heard that a few times or whatever. But in my experience, overall, overwhelmingly, you guys are a real band that are making real music and doing great things. So I think that's pretty awesome. That's a huge hurdle in and of itself to try and get past. And so that's pretty cool. Thanks, Toby. I appreciate that. All right. Thank you very much, Christy. All right. We're all set here, fellas. Y'all ready for turkey time? Unless you got, you got some BC club update or any other stuff you want to tell them, Joey? Yeah, I sure do. I just want to give some shout outs to Mike Irwin, Andrew S. Gillis, Caitlin Barta, Alex Chalupka. That's cool. Chalupka. Charlie Johnson, Curtis Cleveland, Alicia Self, Brady Shearer, Benaya Elias Adams, Josh Anziel, Ben Gary, Jason Alcott, Jacob Brinken, Jordan Murphy, and Richard. Ben Gazi. Richard, Richard Leva. You're messing up Richard Leva. Richard Leva. Richard, no, Richard Leva. Lava. Leva. Labia or Lava? Ri- Richard Leva. Thank you guys for joining the bad. The last two people Christian to join the BC Club, Club or... you can go to thebcclub.com and join us. <laughs> join us. Sounds like you're asking them to join a cult. But we have had a lot of new people sign up for the BC Club. Well, in, de- in December, 
in December, we've got a lot of stuff coming up. Good we gosh, do, Reba do. sent me an email of all the stuff that you guys can expect. Lots of music stuff. It's, it's going to be neat. The book comes out. A lot of you guys are at a level where you'll get the book for free. It's, it's, it's going to be cool. That's Joey's book. Um, so we do have a continually, a continually growing uh, names of BC Club people. And I think the reason is we added the bonus episode. I guess that's what it is. So what we've been doing is doing a whole nother episode every week where the three of us talk and we just keep our inside jokes and we just talk uh, a Very little more. Vulgar. Yeah. So this one is the, this is the clean podcast, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the clean version. We do one where it's just the three of us, no video, no Facebook live. And we're only talking to the people that are in the BC club. So we all cut up and have a, a great time on there. So um, since we announced that and started doing it that way and have that digital only version of the BC club, you still get to be in the Facebook group. The club has grown like crazy. The numbers are uh, a lot bigger than that thought they would be and we're very thankful for that and part of that's why we have this nice studio the camera the equipment able to have matt and christy in here tonight so thank you to the bc club and the people that choose to yep. pay for the podcast they listen to and i don't i sincerely don't mean there's any guilt on anybody who listens to podcasts for free i don't pay for i'll, I'll tell you this i don't pay for any podcast that i listen to right now i don't think so no guilt if you don't. But don't say that, man. But I think you will. I think people that do. I'm always envious of the people that do pay for podcasts because I think you will enjoy it more. And I intend to choose a couple that I'll pay for. But I believe you'll enjoy the podcast more. You'll be part of our community. You'll get an extra podcast every week. Uh, and let me tell you, the the proof is just in the numbers. The numbers are growing since we're giving people the more stuff, and then they like it. And the people never leave the club once they join. So that ought to tell you just behaviorally. If you join, you must understand that you then would value it enough to not uh, leave the club because that's what the, that's what the statistics tell us. So please go to thebcclub.com the and join it. You'll enjoy the people, and you, you will enjoy our extra episode. What else? That's it. We got the Christmas shows, badchristian.com. We're going down the West Coast uh, in the middle of December, and we have the Seattle show. What else? I am it. doing a true man experience in seattle on december 3rd and in portland oregon on december 4th email me at tobybadchristian at gmail.com if you want to come or if you have a living room i can host it in that would be pretty awesome in portland and seattle december 3rd and december 4th looking forward to seeing you toby all right how do we get yep. out of here toby can i give the blessing no uh. Well, okay. I, no, no, no. I feel the spirit on you. I feel the spirit on you. Go, Go. for it, Joey. No, Joey, Joey, if you got something, if you if the Lord has spoken to you, Pastor Joey, do you want to? Give him the benediction. Thank you for inviting us to your Thanksgiving dinner. A day spent in your company is invariably a winner. Thank you for your the time you spent preparing all the food for making us feel welcome. You have our gratitude. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> As my grandma would say, hallelujah. <laughs> You've been listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, jabberjawmedia.com. Shh.